Say that there's an opinion that Rav Samloi was a Tana, that there's two Rav Samloi's, and there's another Girsa that Rav brings that it could say that it was Tanya. But the question is, why does the Rav choose the uncommon Girsa and say Tanya? Why doesn't he just say Darash Rav Samloi? Even if there was two Rav Samloi's, you could still say Darash Rav Samloi. Especially since this word became the name of the whole Sefer Tanya. So the question is on a, on a word that's the name of the Sefer that seems not a fitting word to say Darash of somebody. So there's two answers. I'm not sure if the, the Rebbe said both answers by two different Fabrengans. I don't know if the Rebbe said it from the Siddim or from the Rabbeim. One answer, the Rebbe said that Tanya is Asius Asa. Asa goes on the Etzam HaNeshama. Asa means wrong, masculine Asa. Neshama is the strength of the neshama that's able to withstand any hardships and any challenges. And the Indian of Primi Satera is that it's Megala, it awakens and strengthens the Isan Shabbi Neshama that's strong in every circumstance. The other answer is, it says, because Tanya is the name of a clipper. There's a clipper that's called Tanya. And that clipper says is found especially by Lindy Tera. It's a clipper Kinira of Yeshus. That someone learns Martera, he feels good about himself, and he starts becoming arrogant. And the Kayach to weaken this clipper is a Primius Atera. And that's why the Altirabba starts Tanya with the word Tanya. And the Idra Rabba, Rav Shimon Baricha, and Zeya, part of Zeya, also starts with the word Tanya. Because Pneumius Atera weakens this clipper that's called Tanya. These two explanations, as the Rebbe said, two different Fabrengas, is Lechera, two different Kachas of Pneumius Atera that we find by Tera in general. There's a Maimer that's in Yanu de now. There's a Maimer, Kutris Rashchidish Sivin, with the Degra Maso. And the Rebbe speaks about Rishchidish Sivin, they came to Midbar and they came to Sinai. That you see in Chazal two inyanim in Teira. That Teira is called Oiz and Teira is called Teshia. It's called Oiz because it strengthens the Neshama. It's called Teshia Shamateshas Kayach Asidrach, it weakens the Sidrach. Those are the two Kayachas of Teira. So both of these two inyanim are there by Pnimis Teira. Pneumius Atera is obviously different. That's Teira in general. But Teira is Megala, the Neshama, in a general way. 
Pnimius are Teira's Megala, the Pnimius are Neshama. That's the Eisen are Neshama. But the same way that Teira does to the Neshama in general, Pnimius are Teira does to the deeper part of the Neshama. That's the Eisen. The same way Teira weakens Klippa in general, it's the Teshia that's Matesha's Koya Chasitra Achra. But then there's a Klippa that Teira doesn't weaken. Like we said, that there's Tiklipa Kaltanya specifically by Lame De Teira. Adrava, the more the person learns, the more he feels special about himself. That you need Dafka Pnimisa Teira to weaken that Daka Sara, that clip of Tanya that's there even by Lame De Teira. Why does a person not learn or daven or sometimes do things that he's not supposed to do? So he looks for special <coughs> special medicine. Thinks if, uh, if they make cannabis legal, legal and off, that's going to make me connect with the Likuf. What's the reason that a person has these challenges? One of two reasons. Either because you're not inspired enough. What does it mean you're not inspired enough? You're not feeling your neshama. Your neshama loves the Eivishta. If I wake up in the morning and I feel my love for the Eivishta, so then I'm going to jump out of bed and not jump out of bed because you're not supposed to jump, but I'll hold myself back from jumping out of bed and run to learn to see this. Or even someone who feels a love for the Eivishta, but my goof is so powerful, which my goof expresses itself in many ways, either my taivas, or my laziness, the laziness comes from the chumis of guf, that it just holds back that, that wanting to do what's right, and it overpowers it. And these two things, we say, is the two keiches of teira in general, in a general way, and a primis of teira specifically. The eisan, tanya eisias eisan, the gili haneshama, that when I feel the neshama, then I'm automatically inclined to go do, serve the Abish to do what I'm supposed to do. And the weakening of the Sitra Akra, of the Klippa, of the negative forces that come from the Gufa Nafashabahamis, even the Daka sticker ones that comes from Tanya, that's the Klippa called Tanya. And each one brings to the other, whichever way you start. So it says, Mashbi and I say, Tihit Sadiq for Al Tihit Rasha. They make the Neshama swear, be a Tzaddik and don't be a Rasha, which sounds like it's a double Russian, right? That's what Al Rebbe is going to speak about. That's the Hechrech, that there's two different things, be a Tzaddik and at least be a Bein, that's Al Tirasha. But Filu Kalaylam Kulay Emimucha Tzaddik Atayi So there's a Mimer from the Tzamach Tzaddik, that the Rebbe has a Mimer from on it, one of the Arab Rasha Shana Mamarim, called Yom Tukhsha Rasha Shana, right? I think in the Emimuk of Gimel, right? And the Rebbe, the Tzemach Tzedek, asks, what's Meshbiyah Mesu? Talking about the Neshama Lamaila, the Neshama Lamaila wants to serve the Eivishter. So what's the point of being Meshbiyah Mesu? That, that there's going to be other desires, or other inclinations to do other things, that's the Shadish down here. Lagabi the Neshama Lamaila, Sadova Shalei What's the point of making it swear when over there it doesn't want to do anything else? And the Tzemach Sadek answers that the Shvua comes from that the Shvua comes from such a level of the Neshama that's a Balabas even over the Gufa Nefesh Bahamas. It's not a Dover That's Nikuda, the Rebbe speaks about it at length. This is what we say in Alinu. That's the Mokr in the Gemara for this Shvua. But this 
inyan of this this mashpia I say in Aveda by every person. This is why we have fabrengin some time, and at the end of the fabrengin, so then we say, let's make a chot. Sometimes you get like upset into mashpia. It's going good. Get to that page of the handbook. Leave it for some other time. Frat, like we don't have yet, and now we're not into our Titus. Let's let's focus now on getting to being inspired. Let's get more inspired. Just like the neshama lemaila, that time when the neshama is lemaila and it's sheyavus chayim lechayim chayim lechayim abaya lekeisrael asheramad, it's completely bottled telling us. Doesn't feel anything else. Then there must be a to build that bridge between the way the neshama is, that state, when all Allah cares about is the Ebishter, and the way it's going to be down here through that, and that's why Chassidus brings the Mashbiyam, is Milosha Seva, never has a Kachsach, and that Maima very much, Milosha Shiva and Seva, that you give Kachas to all the Kachas and Nefesh, your Seva, you satisfy them, you give them the strength. So that even when they come to a state down here, that you have a goof and an effort, Shabbat Hamid, you get that strength from what you thought when you were Lamaila, when you realized the truth, as Mizovaita feelings of Chazak. The same thing is the Mashpin, I say. That's exactly what Achlot of is. You're by the Fabrengim, and by the Fabrengim, certain Fabrengim, every person has his time, sometimes by a Fabrengim, sometimes by him in the Pagra. Sometimes if you're standing in the aisle, whatever it is. And over there is like the Nishama Lamaila. Over there, for a short time, you're removed from your temptations or from your challenges that you usually experience. Has to be the Mashbian, I say, to take the Kayak from that to the time later when you're going to face the challenges, to build that bridge. And the building that bridge, that's the Achlatis, that's the Mashbian, to take this decision of how to make my behavior later reflect the way I feel now and the way I think now. Yeah, first day. Very, very. Everyone tells you that you, they, know, they know you, they see you, you're a tzaddik. You should still consider yourself a rasha. There's a story about this. It says, don't consider yourself a Russia. And here it says, consider yourself like a Russian. If you consider yourself like a Russian, you'll feel bad. You'll be depressed. I'm a Russian. You'll feel bad about yourself. So you will. I maybe consider yourself a Russian, but don't feel bad about it. The person could control his feelings. If you think you're of yourself as a Russia, but don't feel bad about it, so then you won't be have that deterrent from doing a virus. Because I don't feel bad about being a Russia. What's stopping me from doing a virus? So Bipashtas, the answer to this question is, the Rebbe is going to say later in Tanya, it doesn't mean consider yourself a Russia. It means consider yourself a Benini, which is called Kirasha, right? That's what it says later in time. But really, that answer is not enough. And and if you look at the Kitsurim of the Tzamot Tzadik, he doesn't say clearly why, I don't think, but he says the answer to this question is not clear in Tanya. It's hard to understand what the answer is. Why is it hard to understand what the answer is? It's, it's, it's simple. Kirasha doesn't mean anything, right? If you think about it, the question goes much further than that. 
this answer is good for some of you guys, maybe. Someone who lay over a or lay over a Good, so I'll consider myself a Bainani. I don't have to consider, even though I maybe I'm a Tzaddik. People say I look like a Tzaddik, but I, really it could be, I'm like the Alter Ab explains, it could be like it's like a Bainani. Those of us who already did an Avera, maybe <coughs> a mitzvah, or maybe last night, maybe this morning, my obvious, my obvious, remember what you did last night. So then, I don't have two choices. I can't use the Kirasha to consider myself like a Bainini. I have to consider myself like a Russia. If you're considering considering yourself like a Russia, then automatically that feeling is going to make you depressed. You can't serve Davish to be sukh of the I say, don't feel bad about it. So this is a very real stira that every person has. What should be my reaction if I realize that some things about me are not good? If I didn't get up to chesidus today. So say, walk around and feel terrible. What am I? Like a behemoth. You can get up for chesidus. It's a behemoth. I didn't get up for my Krishna. I'm a terrible person. I'll feel terrible about myself. Then a guy will think, no, it's fine, you did it. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. If you feel terrible, you're depressed. That's the atzasayetzer to pull you into more of it. Don't feel depressed about it, which is true, right? But if I don't feel depressed, so then the next time, I'm not going to be worried that oh, it's not the end of the world. So if it's not the world, what's stopping me from doing it again? But if it is the end of the world, then I, I lose my ability to serve the Abish to Besimch of the table above. So this conflict, this stira is there by every person who's not a Benini, who doesn't have the possibility, chance, the option of the answer in Tanya. So we have this problem on a daily basis. How do we deal with knowing that there is something wrong with me? Being depressed about it has a problem. And not being depressed about it, what's the Chassidish approach? There was once a person who was in Yechidus. I think it was a Rav. And uh, he, he was a Litvish Rav who became close to Adat. And in Yechidus he complained that uh, a lot of times he ate, or maybe once he said he ate, and he forgot to bake a bracha. Because he was like, you pick something up and you put him up. So if you were a Rebbe, someone came to you and said he ate without a bracha. Take out your Rebbe handbook. See, everything has a tikkun. What's the tikkun of someone who eats without a brach? Fast or no fast? Yeah, Gershemendel was once in Yechidus and asked the Rebbe a tikkun that he eats something that he wasn't supposed to eat. So the Rebbe said, You should always finish everything that's in your plate. So there's, there's a tikkun for everything that works, yeah? What's the tikkun for you? Whatever, there's a tikkun. This person went into Yechidus, he told the Rebbe what, he, what was the problem. He ate without a brach. He said that the Rebbe's face became white. The Rebbe started trembling. The Rebbe said, I think the Rebbe says, <coughs> From seeing how shocked the Rebbe was. So that was by him better than any ticket. He couldn't think of doing such a thing again. 
when we have the feeling of how bad something is, so then it's that's the biggest deterrent. On the other hand, then if I'm if I'm such a lowly person, then how can I serve the Hamish to be if I'll say no, it's not, not, not the end of the world, you did, now move on. So I'll move on, so then I can do it again and I'll move on again. That's a that's a huge steer, so we'll have to see how the Rebbe um, answers that.